that's what comes. The the thing like to me the dirt industry is so so my superintendent now his background is civil engineering dude's just unbelievably smart in this in this part of the dirt world but man just you think about it you're like oh it's just a dozer out there he's just cutting and filling stuff you have no clue like what he's doing um you don't understand you know if he's not on a gps system how the guy's just eyeballing a slope and he can just take it from one end and he just can tell he also don't realize like doing exterior uh hardscapes like all the percentages that you have to hit within tolerance of ada systems like then you just have to get into the the lane utilities like literally think about our the, the stuff because we flush a toilet that goes out to the road and that's all based on gravity because some guy dug a trench at the right slope that that's going to go down to the sewer system and like you just you don't think about it right like aaron wet talks about a lot that that part of our industry is just covered up and no one ever sees it but they do such tremendous work that people are just like man those guys don't know anything and they're actually tremendously smart right and they're a huge impact on society right and it's just like someone i forgot who said it's like um a fish in your fishbowl right like i'm not smart at that typical thing but some people are and they're Mm -hmm. just uh, like rocket scientists like if i want to go the math, right? I wouldn't understand anything he's talking about, but if he came into the construction industry, he wouldn't know anything I'm talking about. And so Correct. it's just being able to respect the people that go and do that work. Um, and I wanted to kind of tie it together. I don't know how I'm going to, but um, you just, we talk kind of about painting the picture for people. And I, I've been listening to Dave Ramsey a lot. Walker knows I'm obsessed with the Ramsey show, but um, he just sure. recently had a live stream called America's labor crisis with Mike Rowe. And I just mm-hmm. listened to a little bit of it, but uh, there's this guy named, I think it's Nick Uber or whatever. I don't even know, but some really smart dude. He wrote a book called um, <clears throat> men at work. And right now in our society from the age of 25 to 55, there is 7.2 million male and able bodied men that can work that aren't right now. Yeah, wow. 7.2 million men that wow. could go get a job tomorrow, but they're not. They're living with their parent, living with their spouse, just sitting at home, not doing anything. Just think about that. Like, man, if we had that 7.2 million men and we could put them in construction, I don't know if we want to because obviously they're not working. They may not have a good work ethic, but still, like, just think about being able to fill that void. And I don't really know how to, I don't know how I'm tying all this together, but I'm just thinking about that as far as. I'm sure, Luke, you have plenty of problems trying to get people to come work for you, not because you can't market or you can't reach out to people, but because people just they are not wanting to work like they used to. So maybe talk mm-hmm. on that a little bit. It Honestly, and I, I don't want to say this to try to like pat us on the shoulder, but so in, on the Western excavation side, I've got a partner. His name is Cole Anderson. Um, we're going to merge everything into the Western side. But what's what's weird about that is we have a line of people wanting to come work for us. And that's because we've we've tried to kind of incorporate what Taylor does with his videos, but promote them more on TikTok because that's where a lot of people are. You know, they they get attracted to what they looked at and, you know, whatever they like comes up more and more and more, you know, and they're it's bad to say, but there are a lot of places that do suck to work at. And yeah. it's, it's pretty easy to recognize that. So for us on the hiring piece, we want to promote like, hey, here's what we're doing come chat with us because we want to know what we can do for you because we know what you can do for us. So that's had a really good 
And that's been really good feedback from people because when they see us, they're like, hey, we love what you're putting out. Here's where I'm at with my company right now. Here's where I want to be. My company has never asked me what I want to do personally in the next yeah. two years, five years, whatever. So it's like, hey, it's mandatory. We ask our guys, what is your what is a goal that you have at this time for next year? What is your five-year goals? What are your 10-year goals? How can we structure this to use both of us to get our goals, right? Here's where I want to yeah. be. Here's where you want to be. What can we do for each other is how we kind of present it. I, I love that That's because, cool. Luke, so I just recently, I think it was last weekend, I spoke with the regional lead director at Brass McGorry. His name is uh, Houston Brown. An awesome guy. He's taught me a lot um, just in how to plan work. And anyway, long story short, he was like, I'm not trying to stereotype the, gener the generation, but he's like, for my generation, it was – no feedback is good, right? Mm -hmm. For him, he's in his, I think, 40s. Um, he's like, if I didn't get any comments or feedback, hey, he's I knew good. I was doing my job. Yep. But he's like, for your generation, it's just something that I'm having because he is managing different people. I'm having to learn is that I got to give you feedback more, whether it's good or bad. You want to know it, right? And I'm like, yeah, I really do. Like like you said, Luke, hey, where, where am I going to be the next two years? Where am I going to be the next five? What's the plan for me to get there? If I go talk to my boss about that, um, he's probably not going to know, right? Nope. And so how do you start to develop those conversations? I think that's pretty cool that you're thinking about that already. Yeah, I mean, I think those are some of the first conversations that you should have with people that you're taking on, right? Because yeah. then it shows to them like, hey, I'm serious about having you here. Are you serious about being here? Um, you know, the comment about age, that's where it kind of takes a little bit more psychology to it, to where, like you said, you know, those, we'll call them 35 to 45-year-olds, they don't, they don't say a lot. They want you to trust them to do the job. But if you see them messing up, they want you to tell you, right? Compared to say the 18 to 28 year olds, they want to know that they're doing a good job. So it's understanding the differences in those age groups and how to cater to them as an owner is what's going to help. I feel like thrive your business. Yeah, that's yeah. good. There's a Walker, sorry, but there's a no, form on, on my job site. That's, that's just a, He's an old guy and he does not care to hear feedback at all. Right. He's just mm -hmm. like, just let me do my job. Right. Yeah, but don't talk me, to me. I know right. more than you. He, whatever the guy is from parks and rec. I know more than you. Don't talk. Big Offerman. Yes. That's, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. But th then there's a bunch of young people on my job site. And I really do like I'm in a supervision role and I just, I try every single day whenever I see something that's doing good to just give good feedback. Like, Hey man, appreciate you picking that up or thanks for doing that for me. Or, you know, that, that looks awesome. You painted that wall well, or you, you sanded it well. Like, just do something because a, for, I know, at least from my, from my standpoint, when I was an intern, I was a concrete finisher. I loved it when my superintendent said, man, you're working hard today. I appreciate what you're doing, right? Like, that made me want to run, run through a wall for him. But just yep. so many people in construction don't think about just, man, let's give this guy a little bit of positive encouragement and just see where that goes. Yep. Positive encouragement is huge. And people really eat off it, even though they might not show it, but everybody loves it. You can't you can't tell me that when you get a compliment, you're like, screw this guy. He doesn't mean it. You're genuinely like, hey, I needed that. That was great. Depending on what you're going through, you'll always appreciate it. Yeah. No, and it's funny you bring that up, right? Because I I had I wrote a LinkedIn post about it this morning. I didn't say it. It's not from me, right? But it's it's where you it, it's basically where someone where a person or a company spends their most time and their money like that's what you can tell is important to them Correct. you know so if they're spending their 
their their resources and their money on their employees, then you know their employees are important to them. If they're spending it on something else and they're saying like we value our employees, but they're that's not where it's going towards, right? Then you know they actually don't value their employees. And so as a as a business owner, you know, talk to that. What if someone's coming into this to this industry to the dirt world specifically or just construction in general, and they've never worked in in a dirt based company. They don't they don't know what to look for. They don't know the companies who's good, who's bad, right? Who's going to train them up? What's something that you would tell someone interviewing with these companies of, of what they should keep in mind when they're doing it? For new people coming into the world, I would tell them a couple things. The first one I would tell them is be vulnerable. Be willing to learn, right? Be willing to listen to, you know, your older guys out there who are willing to teach. Um I would also tell them that the company making money is not a bad thing. You want the company to make money, yeah, right? right. Um, one of our our site super, one of our site supers, his name is Nate. He always reminds his crew, he's like, guys, if the company is not making money on us, we should not be here, right? And he, he drills that through their head because he knows the more money we make the company, the more money we'll be able to make as well. So kind of adapt that mindset to where I don't think that's very prominent in today's society. Everybody is, you know, What's the saying? Uh, the dollar or the boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time, right? Yeah, I hate but that. that plays so well because it's like, hey, that. yeah, that's yeah. that's that's popular in the Midwest. So yeah, I've heard that. Um, but I mean, if you really kind of dissect into that, it's like, hey, yes, they have to make that off us because if they make more and we show that we're valuable, if if it's a good company, it's going to come back. And like you said you can tell those good companies from the ones that aren't because they'll reinvest in their infrastructure through the company. They'll be given raises and bonuses to, you know, everybody that works within the company. They'll be trying to better their company's lives. So if, if, if you don't see that in your company, I don't want to tell you to leave, but it's probably a good idea to maybe look at some other companies. Cause there are a lot that do that. Yeah. I think a good point too is you, man, Companies got to make money to make make payroll too, just to pay you. So you want Correct. them to make money, just from a common sense standpoint. Yeah, but you have a job. From a from a personal, like a, a financial standpoint, for myself, like I've always in. Let me go back in college. Um, I had two two friends. Um, their families made a, a good decent amount, right? And I was very um, negative about it because I didn't come up from a lot, and so mm. I was always working jobs in college paying for school and so i don't know i just had this negative taste in my mouth about people that just didn't have to work as hard as me was yeah. that the right way to do it no i've learned from that but you know from that point you know i used to make fun of them of like oh yeah your mom and dad just pay for everything right and like i would take that and then i saw another friend and how he responded to and he would say the exact same thing and i saw him how bad I got about that. Like, it's not my fault that my parents are taking care of me. Right. So long story short, take that to where I'm at now in construction. Like whenever I hear about someone getting a raise or someone got a bonus, like I I'm the biggest fan, right? Because I learned what I did to my own friend, but then also, and if someone else is working hard and getting the ability to go make more money or the company that does better, they have a bigger profit margin, right? That's good. It's a good thing that our company is making money they're able to invest it back in their employees. Someone else got a raise. Like, I don't want to be the person now that is going to, you know, beat them up because, hey, you got you did a good job, right? Like, you're getting a raise. Like, I should beat you up for that now. Yep. So. I think that could be another point to your comment about 
you know, we'll call it the volatility in the market, you know, the 7.5 million people or guys that are just sitting doing nothing, right? Mm -hmm. To me, if I was going into a company, that would incentivize me to work harder to show like, hey, I'm going to show you as much as I can to show you I'm worth this much, right? And I feel like what you give is what you get and a good company will understand that and you'll be rewarded for that. You know, anybody... Anybody that has a family wants to be able to provide their family. I don't care who you are, but like you said, with your friends, if you saw their parents gave them everything, deep down, you're kind of like, that would be even cool. They just got a newer pickup. Like, I would love to be driving that pickup when I'm 16 years old. You know, so, and obviously everybody thinks differently, but that's my driver. If I was going in, I want to give my family absolutely everything I can. And I know the guys that come on, this is a very hardworking industry. You can tell that they want to do the same. I think it's a good mind shift too. Instead of again attacking that person, man, that's what I want to give to my children, right? Mm -hmm. Like that—that's awesome. I love that. Um, I forgot what else I was going to talk about. Oh yeah, the, the other thing was, man, it, it doesn't really take a lot to stand out in today's society, right? Like no. us three men. I mean, I can know it from just talking to—I to, know Walker, but just talking to you, Luke. Man, if you work hard, you show up day in and day out. Man, you—you're just something else. Like. Right. You're going to get bonuses. You're going to move up the ladder. You're going to, um, your, your bosses are going to appreciate who you are. And so just think about that, you know, a decade ago, you just showed up. That wasn't enough. Right. But if you, you, if go you work hard, and above and beyond. right. And so it's just, how do we still continue to show? And I think it's just, um, Luke, you have an awesome opportunity to be a business owner, right. To, to raise up, uh, like Walker talked about families that you're getting to help provide for, but also just, Man, you get to build a community of people that you know are going to do a great job and work for you. So it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. I see it as, and this kind of came, this came from Aaron Witt is how I kind of adapted this mindset, right? You as a business owner have a huge opportunity. One, you get to create income and opportunity for other families. And two, you get to create an opportunity for you and your family. Okay. I see it if I make an atmosphere that people want to work at and they want to be at, right? I got to show up as I, I, I got to be there. I got to do my damnedest to do the best I possibly can, right? Because right. then that'll create opportunities for them. The opportunity for me to where if people see that, we're going to get better. I, I shouldn't call them better, but, you know, very good and qualified applicants to come and work for us, which is only going to make us bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And that creates more opportunities in itself. Um, as an owner, Aaron said this, there's a lot, I mean, this goes from anybody starting out to really, really big companies. Not everybody thinks like a business owner does, right? Um, it is a very tough to run your own company. It is very stressful to run your own company to where I want to try to show my guys the benefits are working here. If you want to go and do your own thing, that's fine. But I'll be as, I'll be as, you know, volatile as I can and show you all the struggles that I deal with. And here's the repercussions that you guys get because of the hard work, right? If if that's making sense, I'm trying to paint the picture the best I can. But for the for the people that are looking to take on employees, right, they have to remember not everybody wants to come and work for them to do their own thing, right? So if you treat it like that, then yeah, you're probably going to have a lot of people leave and they're going to they're going to go, right? But you have to highlight the good in order for them to stay if that makes sense, but then also show them the bad to understand why it is so good. Yeah. I mean, that, that is a good point because Dave Ramsey talks about it. Walker in his book, Entree Leadership about yeah. how when he hired his first person, it was really hard not to let go, but because 
they're not going to care as much as Luke Payne does, right? Like this is this is your this is your your baby, right? This is your life and joy. Like this is what you work so hard for. Thing to hide, and I want them to be like, "Hey, good, we're making money," because hopefully that instills in them, like, "Hey, I'm worth security. it. I'm, I'm I'm doing something, right?" That's but true. then me on the back end, I have to make sure that they that they're taken care of. Yeah, so no. it's it's a two way. It is, and I think it's it's a balancing act, right? That you as a business owner have to continually play, and it's right. and for you, it's having a growth mindset, and it's also for everyone else working with you, it's having that growth mindset of like, I'm not going to stay where I am. There's always something I can do better. I can do something for the company better. You, I can do something with my company better, right? Something better for my employees. Like, there's always there's always somewhere to go, and there's never an ending point. Never. Um, where do you speaking of going somewhere right where is your ultimate goal with with black iron dirt i know you said you were merging it so is it yep. no longer going to be black iron dirt so it won't be black iron probably okay. in the next year to two we're going to merge everything into western excavation okay and the story behind that is so obviously i have a partner in western coal it's kind of becoming to the point of who bids on what if this is if this is this region, you know, this person's gonna bid on it. We we've come to the conclusion it's better to just join everything because we'll be a little bit more powerful that way, is kind of our thought. Yeah. Uh, but where we want to take it, man, we want to be the biggest in North Dakota. I That's mean, awesome. simple as that. Like we've got as of right now, we've got about 48 employees between the two. Wow. So, but we want to take that to two, three hundred. We want to go into Minnesota, South Dakota, Montana, Idaho. We want to be known as that contractor, like, hey, if we call Western, they're going to take care of us. We call Western, we know that if there's issues, they're just going to take care of them. If there's issues that they have to involve us in, they're going to involve us in them right away. They're going to get the job done. It's kind of what we want to form this company to be. That's That's awesome. awesome. Luke, as we wind down, we always ask these two questions. My question to you is, if you were going to encourage someone to enter into our industry, what would you tell them? to encourage someone to enter this industry, I would tell them, lift your boots up and try your hardest, right? Because in this world, effort gets rewarded and laziness does not. Yeah. And if you if you wanna work for something, this is a great industry to do it in because you work hard, but also people have a lot of fun. And I'm gonna, before Walker, you step in, um, man, anyone that is in our, man, any age, but just our generation, Go read the book called Comfort Crisis. Um, I saw Brad Coleman. Um, he posted on LinkedIn. I've been listening to it on Audible. I want to buy it so I can actually take notes. But so far, man, just an amazing book. Absolutely. I've heard of that one. I haven't read that, but I'll have to check that one out. I have I have read that one. That's a really good book. By Michael Easter. Is that the one you're talking about? That's right. That's, That's right. a fantastic book. He's yeah. on that, that panel that... Um, Dave Ramsey and Micro, they have a okay. bunch of people, but um, that was part of the reason why I've been listening to it. Hell yeah. Yeah, that, it, that's a really good book. I'd recommend that one to you, Luke. I know I'll have to check that one out. Um, but anyway, so <clears throat> our last question, right? You, you've done a lot, um, a lot more than we ever knew that you did yeah. too, which <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. If you could go back in time, right? With knowing, like, knowing what you know now, all the mistakes, everything that you made, all the victories, you name it. What would you tell your 20-year-old self? Honestly, I probably wouldn't change anything because I've had a lot of fun. I've I've struggled a lot, but I also think that's what has helped kind of mold what we want to be 
through those, we'll call them tuition payments. So I don't think I'd change anything. I, I love where I'm at and I love what I've done and I love the journey that brought me to it. So yeah, I don't think I'd change anything. That is the first time we've not had someone say, I wouldn't change anything. Really? Oh yeah. You guys asked like, what is, what is like the most common that they would change? Usually some of them have been financial advice. I love those. Um, Some of them have just been like giving themselves grace, man. I wish I would have told my, you know, I'm only 26, but Man, I wish I would have told my 20-year-old self, like, just take a deep breath, Davis. It's going to be all right. Like, you don't have to be OCD about everything. Like, yeah. I just ain't a little guy. I love data, right? And so, um, take a deep breath, man. Like, that's what a lot of people just – there's been there's been a lot going on in their life. And they're just like, give yourself grace. Yeah. And I hear it's that. not the end of the world. It'll It's a new yeah. day tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's right. That's, that's a good right. one. I like that a lot. Well, look, man, yeah. we, we appreciate you jumping on, dude. This was awesome. Yeah. Was, no, thank you guys for the cool time. To, cool to put a face to the name from linkedin Absolutely. and then also to just hear your story of how you started right because yeah. you that's that's part of what lane foundations is is just learning people's stories so we appreciate you jumping on yeah no thank you for the time guys and thanks for the opportunity to talk a little and you know hopefully somebody gains something from this so that's right before we leave uh where can people reach out to you what do you want to promote anything uh i promote my socials where i'm pretty I'm pretty avid on linkedin if you have any questions message me um, I've got our Instagram pages, Western X and then black iron dirt. Um, I got my cell, got my email on there. If you have any questions, shoot me a DM, give me a call. I'm always available. So that's right. I think I messaged Luke and within like three minutes, he was already like, let's go, let's go do a podcast. Let's do it. Dude, I love, I, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you guys, but I love LinkedIn. Like, and that should be a topic in itself because if people are looking to start out or they're looking to really grow their network, get on LinkedIn. Oh yeah. yeah. I agree. That, that's how we have found 95% of the guests on this show. We, we have 100 plus episodes. It yeah. is all through, or most of it through LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, now, man, it's, it's pretty cool. At the beginning, Walker and I were like begging people to come on. Now it's yeah. just like, I, I think people wanted to see your body of work, right? Like they yeah. wanted to see that you're consistent. But now that we have, they go look at our website or go look at the podcast. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll come on. sign me up yeah can we do this today yeah exactly oh good it it was you know for a while it was hard for us to have a backlog yeah we had a backlog then lost it then kind of got it again and lost it again and now we're booked into june and you know we usually split our episodes up and so it's like it's it's just become a machine and that's awesome awesome. keep it rolling right and there's with the podcast seen there is never enough learning from it and you guys are doing a fantastic job of getting people's stories out and hopefully you know people that are listening can learn maybe some do's and don'ts if they're looking to get in the industry that's right yeah. walker's uh friend that was just on um before we closed out andrew i mean i i just i didn't think about how much we've grown walker and they just kind of lose sight of it because yeah. where you want to go is what you kind of put your aim towards and he's just like Man, I couldn't think of something better at this age and what you're doing right now. You're literally going and calling people or a podcast, and he's like, you're just picking their brain and learning from what they did, what they didn't do, their failures, their mistakes, the the wins they've had. And I was just like, man, yeah, you're right. That's pretty cool. Like I learned a lot. That is spot on. Yeah. Sometimes you do lose sight of that. So it is good to be kind of brought back to reality and shown that big picture like, hey, yeah, you're right. That's right. Yeah, you you read my mind. I mean, I literally, I I think Davis and I get more from it 
from doing this than, and we probably might cut all this out right but just davis and i get more from doing this oh yeah just us selfishly than probably a lot of our listeners do just because we get to have <laughs> We get to have these relationships and these Absolutely. conversations. And then that's nothing to be selfish about because there's nothing wrong with trying to better yourself and try to learn more. So I wouldn't call that selfish at all. I'd call you smart. That's right. Growth mindset, Walker. That's right. Yeah. Always. Well, man, well, dude, we appreciate, we appreciate it. it. Hey, no worries, guys. Thanks so much.